I can't imagine what it feels like to be a parent. I feel like every move you make, there's the opportunity for you to screw your child's life up forever. <laughs> Maybe that's just the anxiety talking. I don't know. Uh, but sh she as a mother has a question uh, for two boys. And as a parent, are you letting your kids do this during the pandemic? Like, what are the rules? Let's get a little group think going on today with Ask My Mom on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. Not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer at the Feel Good Podcast. I do with my mama, Nancy Yancey. Thank you for being here, by the way. Uh, three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. How do you go about picking out a new doctor? And I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, you your life pretty much stays the same. Most people's life stays the same. You probably <laughs> have the same doctor since birth. No, no. I had to have new doctors when I moved. Okay. So then the good question is like when you go through and you have to find a new doctor, like what what do you do? Like what is your criteria of how to find a new doctor? It's a very bizarre experience. I finally just found my new doctor here. I need to go get my physical done. And I was getting on the website and got my insurance card out, plopped it in. And I was like – Okay, now what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are the criteria that you look for? And I'm going to tell you what I, my, my thought process. Okay. Um, so what, how do you, mom, when you picked out a new doctor, like what did you, <laughs> what were your criteria? It's like an <laughs> online dating almost. It's so uh, weird. I know. Well, I started out with a, a doctor that several people recommended to me that I fired. You I fired? I, yes, I did not like him. He was oh. so inattentive. and Yeah left me sitting in that room one day for over an hour and, Oof. you know, and I was like, nope. I walked out and I said, I want my records sent to me. I'm done. I'm done. Wow. Um, it's not a very Nancy Yancy thing to do, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, it was bad, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, it it's was really bad. really pushing it. Yeah. But that wasn't the first time that it happened. And I was just, that was the third time it happened. And I said something the first two times and then the third time I was done. Yeah. Um, but, then I decided that I wanted a female and that I wanted someone young. And so I, I just chose the, um, the doctor's office I wanted to go to and looked online at their, at their doctors and, you know, looked at their little bios and said, hmm, she looks pretty good. Yeah. And, and I love her. It's Dr. Lee. She's fabulous. Um, I, so I, also only want a female and i don't know what that is i'm not sure why i don't like men doctors probably for the same reason i don't get along well with men i don't know what it is mm -hmm. uh so i see i could go on there but then you're like so how do you really tell yeah i think a recommendation would be like the best way to do it so i i literally will start googling their names and like reading reviews and i'm like i feel like i'm looking for an amazon purchase right now or something <laughs> know, you know i know it's crazy like, this is yeah this is like a really weird so i find i find you know so i go through a couple of them i'm like reading their reviews and i'm seeing how many stars they get and i'm like okay well this woman here's here's my mindset of how to find a new doctor was this woman is closest is close to work because in case i move from my current it was, as long as I'm in, in, in Maryland, I'm going to work, you know, at the radio yes. station, right? Like, yes. I, there'd be no other reason for me to stay here. So yes. my thought process is like, like keep it close to work, right? Uh -huh. And also to, uh, I want a female, but I don't want her too old. 
because then I feel like it's a little outdated. Uh, but I don't want her too young because then I feel like if she's my age, then it's weird, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. yeah, this is this is strange. Yeah. So I want somebody like like 40s, 50s max. Yeah. So I, I found this woman. Here's the problem though, and I don't know the last time you tried to get a new doctor, but like getting a getting a, a doctor. Uh, right now is is a, a smidge challenging because th- they're so they're booked right like they, mm-hmm. they, their times are weird and so literally the first availability they had was April the twentieth. In case you're not listening in real time, today would be mm-hmm. the seventeenth of February when we're recording mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. as long as I don't have some kind of terrible disease between now and two months from now, yes, then maybe I'll be okay. Yes, well that tells you she's booked up for a reason, right? Well, I hope so. She must I, be good. I hope so. You know, it's funny though. When I look, I guess the the next question is, what? How do you find a new hair person? Like when you moved up to the lake, what were your criteria for finding someone else to do your hair? Another one of those weird things where, how do you do it? You know, uh-huh. like what, what are your what is your expertise of finding somebody new? Yeah, again, it was recommendations, but you know who I ended up going to was Jim's hairstylist. Well, how did he find one? I've forgotten how he found her. I think he just went to her salon because he he wanted to have an appointment. I don't remember how he found her. But he so, didn't want to go to a walk-in place. He wanted to go to a salon. And he found you, yeah. her and he liked her. And I had been to that same salon to someone else. And I thought, well, maybe I'll try her too. And then she went out on her own with another girl. And she's great. I here here's my my mentality for how to find a the the hairstylist for me. I look for this is so stupid, but go with me here. I go I look for the closest, most attractive female oh, for the cheapest amount of money possible. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so you know, you really got to wait. Like, like, for example, like you'll go, like the, the girl that I picked, right? Like I was like, okay, this is a salon. It's close. It has good reviews. Good. Now when you go in there, there's like what, 10, 20 women that actually work there. Men, men probably too. But so then I go on there and I look at their pictures and I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, let me see which one's the most attractive. But then I'll look at her male haircut price. Uh huh. And then I'll have to kind of weigh <laughs> the way that out with, <laughs> with how attractive I think she is. I know it's super shallow. I know it's super, mm-hmm. but like, what else am I to base it on? Like, what else? Like, what else am I to base it on? There's nothing right. else I can do to base it on, right? right. Like, yeah, you got to pick out. Like, you might as well pick a pretty one, I guess, because <laughs> why? Why it's not? The look not, of the draw. I mean, and, yeah. And the truth is that probably they're all the same price. No, they're different. They're no, different? no, they're different. So really? the girl that I picked, she was on the lowest. She was twenty five dollars, okay? okay. But they had haircuts up to seventy five dollars for men. I was like, seventy five dollars for my hair? Wow! Now, if you know me, you know I'm pretty cheap, and so <laughs> I there ain't no way I'm paying seventy five dollars to get my haircut. There ain't no uh-uh. way uh-uh. I'm gonna pay like for what? <laughs> for what? Now one time she wasn't there, and so I had to go to a different girl who was forty dollars for a men's haircut. Right? I was like, oh, um, all right, it's fifteen um, more dollars. That's still pricey. It's pricey for a men's haircut. Yes, uh, but I'll say it, it was it was it was uh, worth the upgrade. She like trimmed my eyebrows, and I feel mm. like we, it, the appointment took longer. But mm. I'm all right, especially right now. And I, ain't nobody gonna see me. Mm, <laughs> I just gotta look somewhat presentable. Not until not after COVID's to, over. No, I'm not trying to spend that extra money right now. It's mm-hmm. most attractive for the cheapest amount of price. <laughs> and the How long did you have to wait for that appointment? No, that one was easy. That one wasn't bad. That one okay. wasn't bad. So okay. that's, that's my. Uh, have you gone? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, she's oh, great. Okay, okay, great. 
I um, thought you just started looking for someone. I should have no, known. No, no, dear God. I should have no, known. You've been in Baltimore for yeah, a while. Yeah, Lord, I've been here for a while, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> um, I found a really interesting article. I don't know if you listen to the radio show or not, but a couple things are happening in the news today uh, or just in, on the internet today that I, th- I found really interesting. Uh, this one says the one question that can help you avoid a fight with your partner. Hmm. Um, and mom, I'm sure after 48 years, 49 years, 48, 49. 49. 49 years. You're probably looking to avoid any arguments as humanly possible. Or yes. you just don't argue anymore. No, no, no how to you do guys. That. What, what, is, yeah, what, what is your way of <laughs> – maybe we should ask your advice of how do, you, how do you avoid a fight with dad? What's the best way to do well, it? Well, I just state my case and let it be. <laughs> my mom would be like, okay. We, we agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, on a lot of things. <laughs> on a this lot is of interesting things. though because what I've realized, and I don't know if, if most men are like this or not, but that um, they – this, uh, I don't know, is a doctor or whatever, or marriage therapist or something, mm-hmm. said that um, this can be conflict resolution goal because most men, including myself, and I don't know if your partner's the same way, we just want to fix it. Like, I don't really care. I don't care. Like, if you got a problem, like, let's just fix the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't mm-hmm. want to sit here and hear about it. I don't care about how your friend pissed you off and you're so mad or your boss, but I don't, I, I mean, I care. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's not going to get to the end problem fixing the problem. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to say, okay, like, what's, What's the issue at hand? How do we fix it? Let's move on. Uh-huh. But what I've learned in 37 years of life, a lot of times I'll get in trouble for that because yeah. women will just be like, oh, well, I, I didn't ask like what you wanted, what we're supposed to do about it. Right. I you just, have to listen to I us. Just want, you know, I just want to basically complain about it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let me get this straight. <laughs> so you're asking me, you're telling me about your problems, but you don't want my <laughs> advice. So this, uh, this marriage therapist came up with this idea and it says it's nine times out of 10, it will save, save an argument in their relationship. It's asking the question, do you want comfort or do you want solutions? Oh, I've read that before. Do you want comfort or do you want solutions right. in, the, in the Huff post today? Okay. Do you want, because it's crazy to me. Like y'all just, I don't even know how that's supposed to sound. <laughs> I like what? Like, oh no! Like, this is probably why I'm not in a relationship right now. Oh no! You know, like, I'm so sorry. Like, like to me, like, man, my boss is being a dick. Okay, well, let's like, what can we do? Like, is there anything we can change? Whatever. But apparently, women, from my experience, just want to be able to talk about how it's driving them crazy. And like, okay, all right. So that's big on the internet today. Uh, here's another story. And I just, listen, I don't, this this might be, I always get nervous talking about things like this now, but I don't want to. I want to be, be able to have a good conversation about this. There's a, a conservative group and it's called One Million Moms. Mom, do you know this group, One Million Moms? No. They're, they're uh, typically they're a very conservative group of women that <laughs> are on the forefront of trying to, uh, I got to be careful. Um, careful. Uh, I know. As Jess would say, uh, I got to. They are. Uh, they're just conservative, and they, they're trying to keep cons- life conservative. They don't. They don't want new ways, new traditions. They they like family values and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the newest thing that they're after, and I want to be able to talk this through. Okay. Okay. They're um the popular doll maker american girl doll which i can't believe that's still a thing didn't maggie have those yes i'm pretty sure my friends had those yes so it's still the thing right and right. they 
they have their their girl of the year who is Kira Bailey. Okay, the uh-huh. doll, uh-huh. and it's the relatives apparently, which is fictitious. Okay, they're uh-huh. not real, but anyway, go uh-huh. in here. Uh-huh. Um, so there, this is what, what one million moms is taking on today. Um, the doll's backstory includes her going to Australia to visit her great aunts, Mammy and Lynette who run an animal sanctuary and happen to be lesbian. Okay. Uh So in the book, Kira down under explains that the 10 year old girl's aunts were finally able to marry after the law was changed to allow it. And the idea of the dolls fictional same sex aunts is too much for the 1 million moms group. So the group has now launched a petition urging American girl to discontinue the inclusive storyline. And they're asking fans to boycott the company until they do. This is like our boycott of the day. Okay. Okay. Um, so the petition, if you go into the petition, it says, why can't the toy manufacturer let kids be kids instead of, gl- instead of glamorizing a sinful lifestyle? The petition asks. Oh boy. Um, American Girl is confusing our innocent children by attempting to normalize same-sex marriage. So oh the group boy. is also upset because the Curious book doesn't come with a disclaimer about the illustration that shows two women walking down the aisle at the wedding and calling the story irresponsible. Okay. Mm-hmm. One million moms has issue um, has taken issue with American Girl before back in 2015 when the doll characters on the cover of the magazine were adopted by two fathers. So this is not the first time. Yes. Uh, but the, the group's attacks haven't stopped American Girl doll featuring the LBT um, LGBTQ characters, and they've been praised for their ex- inclusivity and the diversity with their products. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. That's the that's that's the that is the the protest online today. Let's break this down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, thoughts on that. Like you're a mom. Mm. Uh, well, what? I'm not one of those moms. Right, right. <laughs> so, like, when you see that, I'm just curious. And obviously, you know, you, you things have changed since we were kids. Yes. But would would that? I think let's go back to the '80s. Would that have bothered you? My brother's gay, so this mm-hmm. is you know. Right. Um, I say I, I knew my brother was gay for since he was like a. a young boy. I, oh. I called that very, I don't know if you ever told that story, but I, I made a bet with my mom <laughs> for $10. I said, I bet Brian's going to marry a boy one day. And I was, how old was I mom? And I'm seven years old or something. I don't know. <laughs> you were re- literally, you were about 10 or 11. Yeah. My gaydar has been strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, <laughs> I, I, back in the eighties, so if I was growing up mm-hmm. with that, that would have been totally abnormal right there were do you remember a lot of like gay couples being depicted well see i'm not a good person to ask about that because i had gay friends yeah. I mean, so- but like but like i don't i don't i don't remember there being like gay characters i mean no i can't i can't no, at least probably gay i no, always they weren't i always thought that burn burton and ernie were gay i mean come on yeah. you know like come yeah. on, they have the roommates like no we're not yeah. we're not we're not falling for that line okay yeah. um but like nobody was outwardly gay that i can remember right well um, were no, there that's not true depicted on like in like oh, stuff for and, kids oh yeah no no, no, not I at didn't all. think so. And, and no, like, I can't until, even think of. Gosh, not until the 90s. Like Will and Grace, like, Ellen. Late like, 90s. Yeah, I can't and remember. Late 90s. Yeah. But as kids, like, it just wasn't a thing. There's a mom and there was a dad and there was kids and that's it. Right. Well, like, exactly. You know, and that obviously wasn't the way life was, but that's the way that life was depicted. Yes. So now, you know, as I think these companies are trying to do their, their due justice. Right. Um, they make American girls look like American families. Sure. Um, well, 
do we think because let's just let's put our minds because I mean I'm sure there's some people listening to this podcast conservative right. and I mean do you, and, and you may believe in traditional values I'm playing devil's advocate here because I really mm-hmm. want to like try to break this down mm-hmm. um, I mean should these should there be some type of disclaimer? That's what they're trying to say. They want a disclaimer. You know what I mean? They want a disclaimer saying that like, we at least want to know what our kids are being exposed to when we're we're buying these products. Right. Mm. I mean, do you think that that would be a reasonable? Well, it sounds like they've been pretty open about it. I mean, yeah, but five years ago they did that. Right. And then they were praised for, and by the way, my personal stance on this, I mean, I think, I think it's, it, it's great. I think it's exactly what we need to be doing. I don't think kids, and again, I don't have a kid, but I'm, I, if, if that day comes, I would hope that my kid doesn't have to ever come up in a world where anybody seems different. Right. You know, yes. I think to me, that is a, uh, that would be a real joy to be able to raise a child that never had to look at somebody and be like, that's strange. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yes. Um, so with that said, um, do, but there are some parents I'm sure listening, or maybe not even listening, but, but like there are some parents out there yes. that don't want that. Right. So do they, should they put some kind of disclaimer on this? Like, Hey, by the way, you know, we're going to, we're going to have, in, in here are, are gay parents, you know, like I don't, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, it's 2021 for goodness sake. Yeah. I mean, we need to be accepting and what world do those women live in? I don't know. I, 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 I again, again on, on, <laughs> I just don't know if you, are you going to protect them forever? Now this is the same group. And cause I have, I, well, protect them from what? What if they're gay? Well, no, exactly. But this is like they're they're also the same group that are behind things like the Janet Jackson nipple gate back in oh, two thousand whatever, oh, right? Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. I can see sometimes if you don't want your kids exposed to like nudity, yeah, that may have a point. But I think y- y'all gay is just it's just a thing. It's it's <laughs> it's a normal thing, it and is. it is. I think the more that you can just make your kids realize that, then they'll right. grow up in a life. Or that's just normalized. Exactly. This, this is coming from my very, you know, my very open-minded point of view. But I know yes. that something, you know, some people just want to keep keep things conservative. So I know. I just read that this morning. I was like, geez, that's I didn't want to talk about it on the radio, so that was saved for a podcast. Yeah. Um, no, you should right. have known. You should have known not to discuss that with me. You know exactly how I feel. Well, about I that. just I just find it interesting <laughs> because it was never something that moms back in the day had to really think no, about. Like you didn't have to. Not. It was just we we weren't exposed to that so then when my brother yeah. did come out as gay it was like shocking yeah you know especially well, coming from georgia like having it, it was like not accepted it was not you know it was so taboo and oh my god mm-hmm. you know so i just I, I just hope that 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 my child if that ever happens mm-hmm. doesn't have to ever feel like i felt right. when my brother was like i was gay and it was it was a weird struggle with me because it's because of the way that society depicted gay people yes exactly you know back in the 80s right. and 90s so, and you didn't have any friends that had gay brothers or sisters either, right. did you? So well, that, I mean, not out, you know. Yeah, so that was difficult. Even right. though you were around gay people, I mean, Pete and Jack were at our house a lot. Yeah, that was my mom's and, friends. And you yeah. never thought? I mean, did you ever think anything about them, really? Uh, I mean, no, not, 
No. They were just Pete and Jack, yeah, right? They were just there. And I didn't I just I don't think I ever realized that they were like or even put much thought into the fact that they were like a couple. Right. You know, because yeah. they were never like affectionate in front of us. They were right. just kind of there, you know, right. and I didn't really ever put together yeah. that it was <laughs> two gay men. Or even that I really cared. Because it you know? wasn't an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's from the wonderful Desmond Tutu again. Our maturity, and this is actually great. This actually relates to the conversation that we just had. Our maturity will be judged by how well we are able to agree to disagree and yet continue to love one another, to care for one another and cherish one another, and seek the greater good of the other. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting because that's – and that's kind of where my question comes into, into play because, like, who am I to say that your kid – I mean, I, I do I believe that your child should be exposed to gay couples? Yes, I do, but I'm not, I'm not your kid's parent, you know? Right, right. Like, do, don't we – or question mark, do we have to be respectful of other people's viewpoints if we mm-hmm. feel if we feel like they're mm-hmm. ignorant? Because mm-hmm. like obviously when, when I read this story this morning, I'm like, oh Jesus, you know, like come on. Right. Right. But there's people that are like, no, this is the way that I want to raise my kid. Yes. No. To and, me, it's it's, a, it's it's ignorance, but And there are an equal number of people, maybe more so, that would talk Totally disagree with us, right? Totally. We're I'm totally. sure listening. Being like, I, I would prefer my kid not to see that book. So we'll have to we'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah, but yet continue to love one another. And that's, I mean, I think we have such a problem with that now. Yeah, I think that ever since we and I, I didn't notice. It. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm I was still pretty young, but I just. Ever since everyone started getting a Facebook page, uh-huh. everyone always assumed they were right. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> That's where the problem came in. That is where a uh, lot of the problems came in. No yeah, joke. Yeah. Like you got a social media page and we all thought that we had all the answers. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them. But it's hard when you think it is something that it is out of date or that is um, just – you know, ignorant in your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's where it gets struggled. Like, like to me, I would want every kid to come up thinking that gay couples are normal and, and fine. And and it just is what it is. Right. Right. But so what are you supposed to do? There's someone that disagrees with that. That's tough. Right. You have to agree to disagree and love and respect them anyway. But you know, like Miguel is gay. My good friend, Miguel, Yeah. Uh, my brother's gay. Like I want to be able to stand up for, for them too. Yeah. So it's, it's tricky. It's, it's, it doesn't mean not voicing your opinion. You can still have your opinion. Yeah. But you just disagree with another's opinion, but but if that's a friend of yours, it doesn't mean that you can't still have a relationship with them right. and still love them and care for them. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting quote for today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know how your what your dinner plans are for tonight, but let me recommend that you check out HelloFresh. HelloFresh, uh, so many people on the podcast have tried it and they love it because for a couple of different reasons. This is your number one – America's number one meal kit. You know, you've seen these before. I'm sure you, you've maybe even tried other ones before. HelloFresh, though, is is amazing because it cuts down your stressful meal planning, the grocery store trips, all of that. Y'all know that's that's my least favorite thing in the world to do. It is my least favorite thing in the world to do. I don't want to plan it. 
I don't want to, I don't want to like go to the grocery store. I just want to eat and move on. And I'm sure like, agree with you. Yeah. As a busy parent, like I'm sure you're the same way or just a busy person. I'm sure you feel like, let's just get this done, figure it out, get it to my house. And if I tell you, you can save 40% off of actually going to your local grocery store. Dang. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's, that's pretty amazing. So you're not, because you're not, you're not overbuying stuff. Right. That's not only just a burden on your wallet, but it's a burden on the planet too. So uh, I hope you'll check it out. I'm going to give you 10 free meals, okay? 10 free meals for you to check it out and see if you love HelloFresh like so many people. My mom's one of them. My mom loves HelloFresh and having uh, they switched from the vegetarian over to the meat one. So my dad right. can try it out too. What's yes. dad's feedback on it? I need to ask him uh, tomorrow. Yeah, he likes it. Yeah. He's having the um, chicken with Parmesan spaghetti tonight. Yeah. I mean, even just like getting creative with meals is half yeah, the battle, I feel like, you know? something different. We yeah. always see the same boring things all the time. Yeah. So it's exciting to prepare something new. You don't have to anymore. That's the thing. So uh, do this. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Boy 10 and use the code Boy 10 for 10 free meals. That includes free shipping. So it's Mama's – I'm sorry. It's HelloFresh.com slash Boy 10 and use the code Boy 10 for 10 free meals from our friends over at – Hello Fresh. Uh, I'll tell you another way that you can really save some money right now is Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. And like, listen, you're probably like me where you're like, uh, I don't know. It sounds kind of sketch, right? I mean, because it does. Like you're used to using those, the, the the cell phone carriers that you have used for years and years and years. You see their commercials on TV. Let me recommend you doing this though. You can cut your wireless bill down to $15 a month and still get the same 5G network that you are getting by using the big big names. It's the same technology. You're just not paying for these big brands that have these stores and these commercials and all this they got to pay for, right? The billboards and all that. It's the same thing. You take your phone, your existing phone, you just port your number right along. It takes just a couple of minutes to do it. And switching to Mint Mobile, you get the premium wireless service for starting at just $15 a month. Mine was closer to 80. I was going to 75. It was hmm. closer to 80 bucks. Now it's $15. What am I going to do with that extra yeah. money? A lot. You know, that adds up. I mean, do that $65 over a year is $700. That's you know, right. it's $700. You want to go on like uh, spend that on a vacation or do you want to pay for the same wireless service? So think about that. Go check it out. Mint Mobile, M-I-N-T mobile.com and use Mama's Boy as uh, as mintmobile.com slash mama's boy mintmobile.com slash mama's boy go down the show notes check it out for yourself it's 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mama's boy okay we get to ask my mom here in just a couple of seconds uh if you are new to the show first off welcome we're glad you're here if you are a returning Thanks for being here again. If you are a certified fan, a special thank you to you. Thank you so much for supporting our podcast. We really, really appreciate that. Um, our um, a podcast is listened to in, God, I don't remember how many countries now. I forget how many countries, 30, 40 different countries now. Wow. It's crazy. It's like all over the world. Wow, that's um, exciting. Yeah. So certified fans, by the way, uh, these are the people that support our podcast. It's $5 a month. You get all kind of perks. Hopefully you get a lot of love. You get to join our Facebook page. There's our certified fans only mm-hmm. Facebook page. Yes. And so um, when you do, uh, you when you join, you get a whoop whoop on the show as well. So um, typically if we have a new one. We get a whoop whoop, um, but we don't. So I actually have a request to – do a special shout out. Okay. So let me go do, let me find, sorry, I saved this. 
you ever save something on your phone that never remember what you did with it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, well, hell, you got stuff on your computer right now. And you still don't know how to get to it. So that's exactly. not going to be helpful. Uh, okay. So um, this is from one of our, I don't know if she wants to be anyway. She said, I was talking to an old friend. We both grew up in Hawaii, went to school together. And the other day, and she mentioned that she was a certified fan too. She woke wow. up at 2 a.m. Uh, 2 a.m. on your first show over at Mix so she could listen live. But it's so nice, you know? So nice. Uh, so she got um, – she has a lot going on right now. She just said, I think a, a, a whoop whoop from your mom would put a big smile on her face. Can you make it happen? Her name is Aria P. from Mira Mesa. Aria P. from Mira Mesa. Or it's Era. Era. Sorry. Era. Era P. So Era P from Mira Mesa. I'm not sure what's going on, but you're going to get through it. I promise you. There's been one thing that you've gone up against so far and not been able to knock out. You have made it through 100% of your worst days. That's right. And so you're, whatever you're going through now, you're going to get through it too. This so here's two a shall whoop, pass. Whoop. Yeah. To get you over the hump, here's a bonus whoop whoop for you. Okay. Whoop whoop. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. It's and it, you want, fine. It's fine. We're, those wine glasses sold out, so you know it must be fine. Everyone's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to uh, – just or text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8 if you want more info on how to become a certified fan. Or uh, just scroll down the show notes and get it on there. Also, let's uh, – I don't want to get panicked towards the end of the month, so let me remind you really quick. Podcast Magazine Hot 50, if you will, don't mind voting for us really quick, would really appreciate it. I don't know. The, the charts will come out for March. We're actually voting for April now, uh, but they'll come out in 13 days. So we'll oh. see how it we get back to the number two spot. Uh, if you don't mind going to uh, just texting the word vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8, that would be great. And we will um, send you more info on how to vote instantly. It takes about 30 seconds. So, so go ahead and do that. Okay, Ask My Mom, an advice segment we do twice a week. And if you have a question, you kind of need an unbiased opinion, uh, then shoot us an email. That guy Kramer at gmail.com and we'll get you on the podcast and we can discuss it. And what's really cool is when you listening can call in. If you've been in a spot before or you've got some advice, then it just kind of makes the segment come alive. So our phone number, 888-Kramer8. Mom, you want to read the message from today? Sure. This is actually an Instagram message. Okay. Really random question. I know you play video games now, but did you as a kid? My two, boy, my two boys are really drawn to them. I used to hardly ever let them play in the past, but I have been loosening up due to the pandemic and since, quote, all their friends are doing it, end quote, it has been something they can connect with. It has been something that they can connect with, with their friends, which is good since this year has been so weird socially for them. It low-key low stresses me out, though. I have adult friends that are so obsessed with video games it has hurt their careers slash relationships. I feel like you enjoy them, but you still work hard and are motivated slash interested in other stuff too. I was just curious what your mom's approach was when you were a kid, since she literally seems like the perfect mom. Oh, and you <laughs> turned out pretty good. <laughs> turned out all right. I don't you know. You did. I would I turn that fine. around and say you were a perfect kid and I'm a pretty good mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That. That's a stretch. Oh, dear. That is a stretch. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard being a mom. You know, I, I can't imagine. I don't know if I got if I got parent parental genes in me or not. I don't know. It's just so much stress. You have a decision you make. You and, like, never know until you life. try. 
Yeah, but then you go, I don't know, it's just a lot. I'm damn 37 years old over here, still doing podcasts with my mom. It's like, <laughs> you just never. <laughs> you never know where life's going to take you, you. You never know. You just have to roll with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Mom, we, we'll start with you. I'll give my two cents on this. I'll, I'll tell you, it's actually really funny because as we're sitting here <laughs> recording, um, I'm actually watching, it just went off, I'm watching the Nintendo Direct um, which is like the Nintendo press conference when they're about to release new games. They'll do them a couple times a year. And like, this new game's coming. This new game's coming. And it was at five o'clock today. I was like, well, shit, I want to watch it like as it goes down. So I, it's over here and mute. There's a new Splatoon game and a new Mario Golf game coming for anyone who cares. <laughs> um, okay. So <laughs> with that said, <clears throat> know what you're getting yourself into. Yes. I mean, mom, was it, uh, how do you feel about that? Was it a problem? Because video games have changed so much. You know, we used to have so just like Super much. Mario Brothers and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have all the online games that you have today and that was just a hobby for you like if someone enjoyed sports or yeah. whatever but you also had other interests you liked acting and you liked collecting baseball cards and yeah. magic cards and and doing other things too so it was never a problem for me I never worried about it uh, I probably should worry now at 37. That you still that engaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point, you're on your own. <laughs> I know. I didn't really like. I, I go through phases. I, I typically don't play that much. I will typically buy like. There's something that's so nostalgic. Mean, it's, it's just nostalgia for me. It's like people that yes. go to Disneyland and get that nostalgic feeling. I don't get that from from Disney anymore. But like playing a Mario video game, yes. I I get. I it's. It must just be some childhood something that just makes me feel comforted, right? Yeah. So I'll usually. When a Mario game comes out, I can't really typically play the adult video games. They mm -hmm. I they stress me out. That's like I got too much going on. I don't need to worry about saving the world and shooting people. And like uh -huh. I just, right. every now and then I'll play one of those, but not often. Typically, it's just it's very light childhood style game that I will play. Uh, but during the pandemic, I mean, shit, I'm stuck inside all day, and so now it's cold too. It's like. Yeah, all right, so I'll bust out, you know, the Nintendo. Like the other day, I played. I played for like seven or eight hours for a day. It was crazy. Um, that you would know, be like binge watching something on TV or something. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, right. Why not? You know, like yeah. so. I don't, I don't. Do I think it's a problem? No. Does it like affect my life? No. Like mm -hmm. I just, to me, it's just like an escape, just like it would be for anyone that watches Disney Plus or gets right. goes to the parks or whatever your plays Legos because that felt you know nostalgic or whatever your yes. nostalgia thing is. And you love but, that too. I'm 37. You know what I mean? Like I'm old. I'm like, I keep saying every, every like milestone birthday. I think I'm like, I'm like, okay, I got to stop doing this. Like 25. I'm like, I'm 25 years old. I got to stop this man. Like, come on. <laughs> then it was like 30. I'm like, okay, at 30. Like I can't be buying no damn kid video games. Like, oh, it's got to change. Oh, it's got to change. Um, 35 and here I'm 37. I'm just like, all right, 40, 40 for sure. For sure. Like I, like that's, that's my cutoff. <laughs> um, so, I mean, here's the thing. I think that video games can become a problem, but I think if they become a problem, it's not the video game that's necessarily the problem. Mm -hmm. That's just the, I think that you could insert anything mm -hmm. into that, you know, that that's is someone's true. escape. And if you're escaping that far yes. from reality, if it's through alcohol, through drugs, right. through whatever your, your thing is, if it's video games, if it's movies, if it's something that's affecting your life. That you're addicted to. Yeah. That's, then that's it becomes the, really, an the root, the root of the problem. I don't yes. think it's, it's the, 
I mean, it's not alcohol's fault that you're, you know, that, that you drink all the time. I mean, that's that's a little bit more. But I could almost argue that sometimes these, you know, games could be almost a, de- a drug dependent thing too. I'm sure for me, that's why I, I keep continuing to play these same style games. There's got to be some kind of chemical reaction I get from playing them. Mm-hmm. You know, that is making me continuously, especially if I'm stressed, like just going and plopping into some some easy little video game. Yes. You know, so I'm sure there's something there, just like there would be with anything else that you take to kind of escape. Right. Yes. But as a kid, I mean, especially in a pandemic, I just think, yeah, moderation. But that that probably is the way for your kids to connect right now. Right. Exactly. So I think with anything, it's got to be in moderation. Yes. And there's my non-parent. There are just no this. rules in a pandemic. It's just it's like, weird, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like Maggie planning her wedding. I mean, there's no rules how to do a wedding in a pandemic. I know. Um, so we just have to do the best we can. I think it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Look at us. We all turned out okay. <laughs> we yeah. all have terrible mental disabilities and <laughs> can't really get our lives together. But I'm sure it's not our parents' fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you go. Uh, and if you got some advice, like I don't know how you feel about video games with your kids. Like, do you, I think that's probably a question that a lot of parents have. Like, are, do you let your kids play? Do right. you, do you let them do it as much as they want? Do you time limit it? I mean, I feel like for me, it'd be like a time limit kind of thing, but that's just, what do I know? Uh, 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Call us, leave us a voicemail and we'll get those on this week. Okay, mom, that's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Thank you to our friends over at BetterHelp. I mean, I'm sending thank you for saving my mental health the last couple of months. And also thank you for being an advertiser on this podcast. BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling you do for the comfort of your home. By far my, I think, the most effective therapy I've done. I don't know if it's because you're taking out like the face-to-face, like sitting down in front of somebody. I don't know. I don't know why this one's so much more effective. I think technically it's the ease. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons of why I think it's been the best therapy session I've ever had. I hope that you'll check it out. You know, you may have been thinking about therapy for years, and I'm, I'm trying to make this as non-taboo as possible to you. I want – if there's anything I want this podcast to do, I want you to realize, that number one, you're not alone. But number two, that like you can get help. You can improve yourself and work on yourself, and this is just one of those tools to do that is by getting – help to do so. You're not a pro. You didn't go to school for this stuff. You're dealing with depression or stress, anxiety, trauma, sleeping problems, relationships, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, or self-esteem. Everything you share, by the way, confidential. It is convenient. It is professional. It is affordable. It's cheaper than regular therapy. It is. So, I mean, I listen, it's an investment in yourself. I make it every month. I pay for it myself out of my pocket. Uh, so I hope that you will too. I feel better because of it. And I know that I know you will when you get into it. So I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. Speaking of being a parent, think how tired you'd be if you had seven children. Lord, uh, let's get into the good news for today. There's a mom out in California. I don't remember what part of California she's in. 
Uh, doesn't matter. She's in California, okay? And she's beaten the odds of actually recovering from COVID-19 after eight long months. Her name is Carmen, and she's so grateful to be back home with her seven kids. Some of the doctors didn't honestly think would happen. She's only 36 years old, by the way. Diagnosed with the virus and pneumonia last June, admitted to the hospital. During her stay, she was placed on a ventilator, and she was put into a coma, even suffered a collapsed lung. But she didn't meet the requirements of a lung transplant, so at one point, her family was even told to like say their goodbyes. She said, I mean, Carmen said, I, I thought I was going to die. I really did. But she kept fighting. And she slowly kept improving. Her kids were a driving force beh uh, behind her recovery. So this week, she finally, Carmen was able to finally go home from the hospital. And she says she's so lucky to be alive. And now she's offering this people the advice from that side of COVID saying, just take it seriously. Even if you don't feel like you're going to get it because you never know who you're affecting. God, it's a like mom of seven. You know, shout out. I wonder, like, who listening has the most kids? If you've got more than five kids, you want to text me, 888-Kramer8. I want to figure out who listening has got the most kids. Uh, but I'm glad she's out of the hospital. I'm glad she's feeling better. And I'm sure you are, too. Okay, uh, let's go over now. There's a lot of good news stories today. How about this one? This is cute. Um, there's a couple in Chicago that comes to this one restaurant every single year where they had their first date. And this time, they had a very special tip on their recent visit, Jim Higgins, who is the owner of the Lucky, uh, the, sorry, the Club Lucky, which sounds like a strip club. I don't think it is, though, says the couple has been returning every uh, February the 12th to celebrate their anniversary of their first date. So the book, the booth is the booth. Sorry, the, that booth is his booth. February 12th at 730, booth number 46. And as long as Club Lucky is here, that table will be there for them. This was their 20th anniversary of their date. So they left an impressive $2,000 tip and asked for it to be split among the staff. They said, thank you for 20 years of good memories, excellent food, and outstanding service. That's cool. That's fun to go back on your first date. I don't think I remember my first date with most people. You know, like, do you remember your first date? Like, what you did? Is that bad? I mean, I'm either, I mean, well, my first, my, my ex-wife. Actually, you know what our first date was? Was Applebee's. No joke. I don't remember why it was Applebee's. I think it's, I, want, I, I was, like, trying to keep it low-key because I was just trying to be, like, get in, through, like, the friendship lane, if you will. Uh, I don't know. I, I have Applebee's. Not the most romantic story. All right. Made me laugh for today. Let's do this. Talking about doctor's visits, right? And as you get older, you feel your doctor's visits change. And Laura Sanders agrees. Yeah, I'm 30. Some people don't think it's a milestone birthday. I made 30 a milestone birthday. I was really excited about it because I decided at 30, I was going to stop lying to my doctors. Oh, it feels so good. You should just tell the truth. Because at 30, like, I, I used to go to the doctor, and she'd be like, oh, what are your habits? And I would lie about all of them so she would be my friend. <laughs> and at this time, I was like, okay, I'm starting to get older than some of my doctors, and it's weird to lie to someone younger than you so they don't scold you. <laughs> that feels bad. So I was like, I'm just going to tell the truth. So I went to the doctor this year, and she was like, Hey, do you drink at all? It's my favorite one to lie about. <laughs> it used to be she'd ask if I drank at all, and I'd go, water? Love it. That was like my fun answer. I'd be like, can I tell you my two favorite things to do? It's drink water and walk for health. <laughs> Those are my hobbies. Doc. <laughs> this time I was like, you promised you'd tell the truth. You promised. So she's like, do you drink at all? And I was like, yeah, I drink. Way too aggressive. 
way too aggressive for this, but I was just so ready to let my truth out. Like, it's like, yeah, I drank, and I thought she was just gonna slap me across the face. <laughs> but you know what she did? She just went, okay. She doesn't care. <laughs> she went, okay, I'm gonna write you down as a social drinker. And I grabbed her wrist. And I was like, no. What's one more than that? What's the next level up? What if I drink for business and pleasure? What's that? And so she's like, okay, I'll put you down as an active drinker. That's, which I like. Yeah, it makes me feel like an athlete. Like I've never, I've never had a doctor call me active before. It was amazing. I feel great. I feel like a goody two shoe when I go into the doctor. They're like, are you um, sexually active? I'm like, no. Are you drinking? No. Do you smoke? No. Do you work out? Yes. I'm boring. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Really appreciate you. Please, if you don't mind voting for Podcast Magazine, we really appreciate that. Let's keep us at the top of the charts. Vote. Text the word vote. V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8. See you back here tomorrow, okay? Love you. Bye. Hey, Kramer. It's Amber in Atlanta. I know it's not an old person thing to know people's names. You see them day in, day out. I um, do Instacart now for a living. And, um, you know, pandemic life. Uh, I frequent, you know, stores near to me. And the stores I shop in as a customer as well. I totally know people's names. It goes a long way um, for retail employees. Again, I used to be a retail manager, so I, I know both sides of it. It's a hard job. So if you go in and you say, hey, Miss Denise, good morning, how are you? It cheers people up and it's, it, it takes no time. It takes no energy. It's just being kind. And we, we as, as a human race, have lost the art of human connection. So Miss Nancy, you do you. Do you. Keep being so kind and so sweet and pay people compliments. You look beautiful today. I love your eyeshadow. Um, whatever it may be, you know, it, it goes a long way. But I'm not senior citizen level quite yet. I'm 41, just for the record. So somewhere in between. I don't know what that makes me. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.